Another good example of this is like, <clears throat> picture a dark room, and behind the door of a dark room is a light that's shining. You open the door, the light comes into the room, and it illuminates the room enough where you could see inside of it. <clears throat> you close the door, and the room is once again dark. You open the door, and it gets illuminated. Now, you opening and closing that door does not make that light work any harder. The light is still shining the way it was. But you can illuminate an entire room just by opening that door, using the energy of the light. Or you can close it and try to illuminate the room yourself. You know what I mean? Hello, hello, and welcome to 86 Giving a Shit. Um, a big shout out to uh, Finland. Anybody listening to this from Finland, thank you very much. I really, really am glad that I have listeners from all over the world, and I do. But one of the higher percentages is Finland. That's pretty cool. What, what do you guys, what do you guys do up there? Actually, where I'm from, where I was born, is only like a three-hour drive from Finland. Believe it or not, which is kind of weird. Or not really. Anyway, there's a couple of different ways of doing things in life. And that's what I do. I kind of started with like a general blanket statement and then we get really, really into intricate and into tangents later. But like in this case, like leading, like being a leader, running a crew, running anything, right? There's different ways of doing everything. There's no one perfect way. The company that I don't work for has a saying or had a saying, I guess, different hats for different folks, meaning you have to treat different people with different types of attitudes. So you wouldn't talk to the same way to a burly like stock boy stock man than you would to like a 17 year old hostess you wouldn't use the same mannerisms the same language hell some of it could actually get you in trouble you know what I mean <laughs> with the stock guy of course I'm just kidding so the way I do things is I play the fool a lot I play stupid like innocent and kind of like like the buffoon right Jammy Jam for instance he does the iron fist type now there's ups and downs to both things but essentially and ultimately I think that Playing the fool has more ups than it does downs, and it has more ups than playing with an iron fist. Ruling with an iron, because I mean, think of it this way. If you rule with an iron fist, you rule strict and through fear and through, like, I'm telling you what to do, you fucking do it, you're my subordinate, I am in charge. It's true, there's no argument to any of that. But that doesn't come off very positive. It could, but at the end of the day, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Especially if you get upset, if a person says something, no, and it makes a mistake more than once and takes you off. Because once you do the iron fist mentality, you're programming your own brain to constantly be that dictator type of person. You know? Whereas if you play the fool, yeah, you program your brain to be a silly goose. But at the same time, you always, you're always fucking up and then fixing your mistakes. Like you know, Evergreen has a thing, has a saying that he says that I say all the time. I, maybe I have said it once or twice, but he always says like, I say like, I can fix it, I can fix it, because <laughs> there's, there's always shit that's broken, and I'm always the one fixing it because I'm usually the one that broke it. The other day, I literally apologized for something that it was had nothing to do, to do with me whatsoever, and they laughed about it. Because someone said like, who the fuck did this? And I just walked out of the office like, I did. I'm sorry, guys. And they're like, shut up. I know it wasn't you. And I was like, no, 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 my bad. You know, and everyone laughed. They're like, you stupid Dimitri. You know. But, like, it pays off in the end because think of it this way. If you're, you know, if you're bleeding in an alleyway 
skateboarding on hanging off of a ledge or a cliff, almost you know, about to fall to your death, and the person in question walks by. Hypothetical situation, obviously. With the buffoon, he won't necessarily walk by and not say anything. Maybe he'll pick me up and then make make fun of me, or like make fun of me a little bit and then pick me up. Whatever it is, I think that ultimately I would be saved. Whereas the dictator Iron Fist, knowing that he's only one, two, three fingers away from death, he'd be lucky if they just walked by and didn't say anything. They'd probably kick him in the face and make his journey a little bit more pleasant into the next life. You know what I mean? Because ultimately at that kind of a moment, and although this is a hypothetical life and death situation, this could be used as a metaphor for smaller situations in life, in the restaurant business and anything. You know? When they when you come to that crossroads, the person thinks without trying subconsciously about the imprint or the impact you've had on them and if the impact has mostly been do what I tell you to do da, 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 they're gonna be like fuck you <laughs> fuck out of here this is the one time remember all those times you fucking boom whereas with me it's like stupid idiot fucked up again all those times you fucked up I had to bail you out here I am bailing you out again okay I'll take it I'll take it please listen if you guys want to call me a buffoon you guys want to think I'm a joke you guys want to call me stupid that's fine. If I cared about what people thought about me, that would be a problem for me, obviously. But luckily, I don't give a flying fuck as long as the job gets done. That's the buffoon. Did you guys do the job? Yes. Awesome. Nobody's going to care. <laughs> but at the same time, so like, for example, another way, like, say that you have a big brunch party coming up, right? And the person is in the office, like one of your cooks, and you sees your order guide with four cases of eggs on it. And then right next to the order guide is the printed order that you just sent in. But on that order, is only on one sheet. There's no eggs. So the guy doesn't really know if you maybe order eggs from somewhere else. Or, but he sees that th there's a discrepancy there. But because you tell him that I, you do your job and I do my job, you do exactly how I'm supposed to do you know, what I say. Blah, blah, he's going to be like, oh, maybe this guy forgot eggs. Good for him. It's his fucking job. Now you're going to fucking eat it. Make your bed and sleep in it too. Whereas the jokes, they'd be like, you know, you fucked up again with these eggs, man. Come on, what are you doing? You know? At the end of the day, eggs get ordered in my situation. And in your situation, you're fucked. You could go ahead and blame anybody you want, but it's your responsibility. Right? So, there's different ways of running things. But the other thing is, the good, the good thing about being a fool is that you don't have to actually be a fool. You could just play the fool. So, for example, today, <laughs> I made the lineup for the, for the staff for nighttime. And I made two of them. I made a lineup for when all shit hits the fan. And then I made a lineup to begin. Because we have this guy that works with us. His name is Mr. Villa. Very, very good at what he does. And he's all, the only thing that's better, the only thing he does better than his job is work the angles of his job. Like this guy is always running some sort of angle. Wherever the goal is, the goal is either probably just to do the least amount of work and still, you know, be there and show up and actually kick ass or to get laid. Basically, those are the two angles that he has. If you, if you could do both at the same time, that's probably like the, the, the trifecta for him. So, <laughs> this guy always works his angles. So he asked me this morning, he's like, where am, I, where am I tonight? And I was like, you're on hot apps. Now, I had a guy for hot apps, but that guy wasn't ready to go to hot apps. He's a younger kid, he knows what he's doing, but nobody could set up that station better than the guy who kicks ass at that station no thinking he's gonna work that station all night. So now Mr. Via stocks this shit to the fucking teeth. We're good. And then all shit hits the fan. And I tell him, Mr. V, I need you to go to Broiler 4, and I'm gonna move swords 
stretch stretcher swords i don't know you pick you let me know tomorrow stretcher swords he's gonna come on hot apps and then mr via notices what i did you see if i put four people on salads which is actually what i had but the there were four were just standing there mr via would immediately notice that and immediately comment that i don't know what i'm doing that i don't know how to write a schedule and that there's four people on salads and one of those people should go work hot apps and mr via should go work boiler four from the beginning of the night and I was like, well, what's the difference, I said. Knowing full well what the difference was. And he smiles. He goes, the difference is. And this is where I think he realized what happened. And I think he realized what he's about to say, but he was too, too, too late because he was already saying it. He goes, the difference is I set up this entire station. And now I have to go to that station, Broiler 4, and I have to set up that whole station. I don't know anything that's going on over there. Meanwhile, the station he's working on had apps does involve some some amount of prep. You have to stock the station, you have to put crab cakes in there, all this kind of shit. Brother four, you don't have to do anything. You just have to come up with a pair of tongs and a smile. That's it. The guy seasons the steaks for you, he gives you the tickets, he puts the steaks on your open grill, and all you have to do is cook them. That's it. You have to heat up two sauces if you want to, you know, play play ball, but like, you can just get it from the brother right next to you. Hell, I'll get you the sauces. It'll take you 30 seconds. So as he's saying this, I set up this whole station. Now I have to go to the air. And I was like, there's nothing to set up over there. Come on, Mr. Via, give me a break. And here's the thing. If you're ruling with an iron fist, Mr. Via originally said no. He said no to me twice. I told him to go to, to, to Brother 4, and he laughed because he thought I was joking. And I was like, no, seriously, I'm going to move Wesley here. You go to Brother 4. And he's like, huh. he's like, no. He's like, Are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, no, I'm serious. It's getting busy, dude. We need this. Come on, stop messing around. And he goes, no, absolutely not. So I heard him say that, and here's where I'm at a crossroads. I could either go off on him right now and make a big fucking stink about it, or I could just ignore what he said, and then in 30 seconds come up to him and be like, dude, come on, man, stop messing around. Get on board the floor. It's fucking busy right now. Sure enough, I obviously chose the latter because I don't like to scream and yell at people. I pretended like I didn't hear him. He continues to work hot apps. And then <laughs> Stretch starts coming over to the hot apps, kind of like, you know, I'm going to work the station. You know, he told you to move. And then she's like, no, Stretch, you get out of here. I'm working the station. I was, that's when I poked back in. And I was like, Mr. V, listen, like, come on, stop fucking around, dude. Like, just go, dude, come on. And so then he knows, now he already, now he's checkmate. He knows he lost, and but he has to deliver some sort of a devastating blow to my ego, you know. So Mr. V gives me a quick 45-second lecture on how I should put people from the beginning of the shift to the ending of the shift in the station that they're supposed to be working on because that's how schedules work and that's how the world works. And if you had done that, then I would have been chilling on Broiler 4 this whole time instead of setting up hot apps and now having to go and work on Broiler 4. Listen, between everyone here, Mr. Via is fine financially. That he can do both of those things and that shouldn't have to complain. Now, did I stop him from complaining? Absolutely not. Did I shut him up during his lecture to me? Absolutely not. I stood there like an old Japanese man, and I bowed, and I said, Hi. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Now get your ass to fucking Broiler 4. And for the first 20 minutes, he was poking fun about how many hot apps we just got, how many appetizer tickets we just got, which, by the way, he's not very good with reading. So if he was there, it probably would have been a more of a shit show than Stretch, because Stretch banged it out. Because Stretch understands what I say to him, and he knows how to work, and I helped him out. So I got a couple of chuckles, a couple of, ah, look at them over there on hot apps, fucking it around. And then he got buried in tickets. We got buried in tickets. At the end of the day, everything's okay. Everything's hunky-dory. The buffoon wins. That's fine. I'll be the buffoon as long as the job gets done. Because little do you know, there's a reason for why people, some people, don't like me. <clears throat> not, not that they don't like me. 
they try not to like me, but they can't. And it's because they want to be me. And they, 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 it's not like they're jealous of me. There's, this is the question I get asked. Is how the fuck do you get so lucky? How the fuck is it that you get to do whatever you want and get away with it scot-free? What the fuck, man? Which is another way of saying, how come I can't do that? Right? And the reason is, is because you pay for my luck. All those people that use me as the buffoon, as the comic relief, as the punching bag, so to speak, for all the negativity that they have to exude, I absorb it, but that they pay for my luck. Because I use that, I absorb it, but then I use it to relinquish command. Because this is, I made a deal, not a deal, but I made an agreement, or rather I showed the powers that be how I would like it to act. I've said this before, so it's like, if someone feels a hatred towards you, if you, and they try to do shit to fuck you up all the time, they try to like sabotage you, do this, do this, you have two choices. You could either retaliate, you know, get them back, so to speak, start calculating, scheming on your own and seeing if you know, or you could just let it be. And the second one's hard to do, man. It's hard to just let it be when someone's fucking you, fucking you up every day. Because at first, if you let it be, they see that and they get even more pissed. So they try harder. After they start trying harder, it usually doesn't take too long. Because what happens is the powers that be, the universe, or everybody else, the collective, human collective, on a subatomic level, like like smaller than neutrons and protons and electrons. There's something called quarks. Quarks are like little strings that like connect everything, I guess. Right? On that level, every single human being, by paying attention to it, even thinking about it affects those quarks. So if you were to, to get the biggest microscope that's ever been invented and you can see these little quarks, you can see how a person's thinking about a brick in front of him would change that brick on a molecular scale. Really, really small, small, a subatomic scale. So essentially, we create reality. Literally. And I know it sounds like science fiction, but if you don't believe me, look it up. I mean, they're called quarks. Just a thing. Stephen Hawking talked about it. This is where spirituality and science have to meet because this is what the yogis and the gurus and all these fuckers have been saying this for three thousands of years and science is like no because we don't have proof well now you do dicks and you have a microscope powerful enough to see the proof so now you can't fucking say no you know so essentially what happens is because of that creation all of that energy that i absorbed from these people and i completely let it go the universe is now saying okay so you're not gonna you know Retribute, you're not going to retaliate. You're just going to let it go. But there has to be a balance. You see, that's the natural law of things. Everything has to have a balance. So with the universe or the powers that be or literally everyone around me, what they do is because I don't retaliate and I don't exude my own energy towards these things, it does it for me. And it does it for me in a way that everyone gets paid exactly what they put in. So if someone tries to sabotage you by slashing your tires... They don't know how important your car is to you or how not important your car is to you. So then maybe they think that your car is really important to you, but you don't give a fuck about it. So they slash your tires and you, don't, you shrug it off. Meanwhile, another person, if they slash their tires, it would be devastating to them. So you don't know how much you're causing. So if you start retaliating towards people, you're not going to always get the same amount back or forth because you don't know how important you are not them. You don't have that energy. You don't know what they're thinking. But the universe does. The universe just goes. So although when you try to retribute yourself, 
you might get it wrong, and that's when you get fucked up because then the universe will balance it out for you. You know, you won't understand what the fuck's going on. But if you just let it go, if somebody slashes your tires, they're gonna get their quote unquote tire slashed. And I know this, I have proof of this. It's not, it's not obviously unofficial proof, but my life is proof. That is why I'm always asked the question how the fuck do you continue to do anything you want? Get away with it. Well, because you pay for it, you buy my ticket to doing whatever I want. You guys, idiots, just don't realize it. Well, now, hopefully, now you do. But that's why. That's why playing the buffoon works. Because at the end of the day, the nice guy doesn't have to actually be nice all the time, and he certainly doesn't have to finish last. He could be soco troco, but at the end of the day, you're the one that got taken for a run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>